cool. What do you mean? Like the most times in a row? Yeah, like without stopping, like that chick that was doing the dance. <laughs> okay, I can time you if you want to start. Really? Yeah, I'll, I'm looking at the clock. Okay. All right, ready? Yeah. You oh, go. I thought you were going to say ready, go. No, That's you usually d- how you do it. You go ready. No, no, no. I'll, I'll start timing when you, <laughs> when, you start, when you start going. When am I supposed to say it fast? I, I guess. You, well, you have to say it fast because that's how you say it. And how and how long? Well, that's that's what we're testing. How long you can do it for? Oh, oh, that's okay, what you that, just said. Yeah, that might be hard. Okay, <laughs> all right. Whenever you're ready. Okay. All right, go. Okay, I'm calling it because you, you a bunch of those weren't cool. You didn't say cool. You said some other word that was. I was saying cool, 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 Welcome to Party Pooper Podcast. I'm Phil. Hello. Welcome back. That's Alethea. Oh, okay. I was about to say that. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, so I remembered not to open my beer first. So All now right. I can do the... Oh, maybe we should do it we haven't had We haven't had an ASMR. Yeah, Wanna we'll do it at the same time. Tandem? Hang on. Let me just get mine primed. Yeah, me too. Get, I don't you get your else. finger in there. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Now on three... And not like like one, two, three, and then go. So so not on three, after three. Okay, I'm glad okay. you clarified because yeah. that's okay. confusing. Okay, I'm ready. All right. Ow, now my finger hurts. Hold on. <laughs> okay. One, two, three, go. Oh, shit. At least I sprayed beer all over the microphone. That's okay. It's Ooh, it fun. smells nice, though. Mmm. Oh. <laughs> Oh, very good. I posted a picture already of our beers on Instagram. Mm. So if anybody wants to take a look at them, but I'm, I've got unicycle sour IPA with eclipse hops. Sounds very crafty and it is a craft beer, uh, from twin city brewing port Alberni, BC. I really like their beers and I'm excited to try this. I've got dead frog breweries, sour apple. It smells amazing. Ooh. It doesn't taste as strong as it smells, but I really like the smell, which mine's, is important for me. <laughs> mine's a sour IPA, and I got to admit, it really hits you in the cheeks. What's the fruity? Which is like, good. is there fruit to it? Do you want to taste? Well, you've had this one before. Um, which you can still taste if you want. I don't know about fruit. It says here, oh, sorry. It says here, step right up. Don't be shy. Marvel as the daring brew team juggles a hop forward hazy IPA. Oh, I thought you were going to rhyme. Well, I'm reading the can. Uh, while balancing acidity from our own culture of lactobacillus, the real feat is the taming of a single spectacular hop 
providing such fierce flavor. I think you're going to like that. Try you know, that. You could rhyme. Step right up. Don't be shy. Try our delicious IPA. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, Twin City oh, Brewing, if you're listening, Alethea would like more <laughs> rhyming. In your oh man, yours is like even stronger. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, this one's definitely That's a rebuy. Like, um, I'm tasting some kind of like spice. Excuse me, almost like a mold spice kind of thing. Mm. Like, like there's a spice, not um, maybe not, not yeah. nutmeg. I I, I I see where you're coming from. It's, clove? It, it does have a spiciness. A little to bit it. of clove. It's very good. Um, so that def- I'll definitely buy that one again. What was your favorite flavor? Just a blackberry. Of, no, not beer, actually, of Hubba Bubba. I think I, it was Hubba Bubba. Or like, you know, big chewing gum. What was your favorite flair? flavor? Mm, big red. That's not bubble gum, but I will say that it is. my mom used to give me big about? red all the time. I'm talking about big bubble gum, not like strips. Like, big red was strips. strips oh, I. Gum. I mean, like the big. I didn't square. do that. No, I didn't. <laughs> I no, didn't do that. That was not. It was. I'm <clears throat> much more refined with my spicy cinnamon palette of big red. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I uh, I I was a strip kid. I like the okay. bubblegum strips. My my mom used to always give me big red, and it was like a big treat. I think they still make that some places. To be honest, I didn't even really chew gum very often. It was a very rare. My grandma thing. used to give me juicy fruit, which I really liked. I, was, I liked juicy fruit better than chiclets. If I was going to spend money on food, I was going to be buying pizza. That's what I was buying. No, but even when you're little. I liked um, my, well, obviously the reason why I was saying that was because it was reminding me of the green apple. Um, Frick, I feel like it wasn't, yeah, it must have been Hubba Bubba because there was two companies that were really big. Oh, Bubblicious. I think I know what you're talking about. There was this gum that had a really strong sour apple, like really apple chemical apple friend, My friend, um my childhood friend Nadia she was like my childhood best friend and she when she moved to the states there was a couple of times she sent me gum and I remember she sent me once through the mail it was all squat inside the letter but I got some uh, sour apple um I think it was hubba bubba Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I felt like it was a brand like yum no but I guess it was hubba bubba anyways I couldn't get it in Newfoundland and mint chocolate chip gum yeah it seems kind of weird. No, why? Mint gum is good. Chocolate, Chocolate chip, chip mint would be mm. like an after eight kind of thing, like flavor. I just I feel like it would make your teeth feel dirty. You know? You're a kid. You're doing bubble gum. Your goal is not to like have clean teeth. Your goal is to like get as close as you can to that Willy Wonka, freaking. That would be amazing. That guess. seven course was it seven or five course dinner gum? Oh mm. yeah yeah yeah. I, that rings a bell. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Man, that would, someone's got to invent that because then all those times that I want dessert, I could just have a piece of gum and pretend. I don't know. I think, I mean, not to sidetrack us from gum, but I would much prefer having like a Jolly Rancher or something as opposed to having gum. Like, yeah, but you can't, you can't interact with a Jolly Rancher. You can, you can probably move it around your mouth and suck it and whatever. (laughs) 
what are we talking about you know, now? No, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like, but you can't blow bubbles. Yeah, well, a gum, if you're chewing gum, then you've got this leftover thing in your mouth that you need to deal with afterwards. It's like you're eating something, then creating garbage. Whereas a, a Jolly Rancher, you can enjoy it for a while, and then it's gone. There you have it, folks. How <laughs> Exactly how this podcast works. Like, I find something <laughs> that I like, and somehow <laughs> we've made it now to be like some environmental issue or political issue. I'm just saying, you what is gum? You managed to party poop my... It's not a snack, and it's not, right. you know. No, you're right. You're right. Although I will say that um, I have lately been getting that, because uh, I gave up gum for a really long time. I was just fucking with my digestion and everything. And then obviously, yeah, it's really not good for the environment, and it's not good for animals and birds to eat either. And definitely don't um, swallow it yourself. That's not well, a good idea. Well, I did that my whole life, so no wonder I probably have that and fucking eating a whole apple. So I probably like gum and arsenic like, in my gut. But... Um, yeah, I like that pure gum that I got, and it's, like, real, I guess, real gum. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it just, like, they've actually got quite a bit of flavors, but it, like, disintegrates in your mouth after a while. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. That sounds yeah, okay. Yeah, and they give you little, uh-oh. Sorry. Oh, bless you. They give you little wrappers in your box when you buy it. It's like a little cardboard box, and inside there are these little wrappers to put your gum in so people don't just throw them out on the ground because like Mm -hmm. birds can die from eating that stuff and yeah of course yeah also it sucks to step in gum because then you gotta like freeze it it's the worst freezer well it's not the worst worst (laughs) is stepping in poop yeah Yeah. definitely poo would be the worst i well okay all right no yeah stepping on a dead Uh, body would be disgusting okay a decomposing body of any kind of any kind would probably be the worst second would be poo from like a really nasty poo. Oh, also vomit. Oh. I think vomit is no. worse than poo. No, no, no. Poo. Really? You don't think so? No, it goes it goes decomposing okay, corpse. Hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Poo. Hang on a second. I'm going to stop you there. Poo Let's... is going to get stuck in all the cracks and it's much difficult, more vomit difficult to get out. Vomit will, is. Chunks of vomit will get no, stuck yeah, in. Chunks, but vomit is much more viscous and it's much easier to clean than okay. poo. I'm just going by this, as you know, me and my smells, the smell factor. Go from there. Think about it. Think about when you go to the bathroom, right? And someone's come out of the bathroom and they pooed. You're like, oh, that's gross. I'm smelling their poo. But you go to the bathroom anyways because you got to go to the bathroom. If you smell somebody else's vomit, you want to vomit. Yeah, but poo is also very bad. And and you got to remember, there's a spectrum of poo. Like poo can be really, really, really bad or it yeah. can be kind of earthy and not so bad. So you got to imagine I just a really like, bad poo. No. Me for, okay, so we'll have to agree. To Decomposing corpse, <laughs> poo, and vomit. Will what about say coagulated that tied. blood? Blood's not really that. Really? It doesn't really even smell. Not about that. Coagulated, sticky. <clears throat> I mean, for you, because you. you That's no different faint. than walking in a movie theater, really. I mean. You would, fa- you would faint if you stepped in coagulated blood. No, it's not, it's not the fact that there's blood there. What gets me is. When I see blood squirting out of someone, mm. especially myself. So if I'm <laughs> if I'm getting my Obviously. blood drawn and I see a, like movement of blood outside of my body, I'm out. Like, yeah. See, I have to watch if I'm giving blood. If yeah, I don't want anybody thinking my head is turned and they can like squirt something into me. Plus, I want to make sure it looks like wait, a normal color. You and think? It doesn't have wait, like a bunch of fucking wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold the the show. Uh, <laughs> you're you're concerned 
that when you donate blood, if you look oh, away, well, I haven't really. I mean, the I nurse have donated. might. I mean, because of all the tests, I always go for. <laughs> they might surreptitiously inject you with something when you're not looking. Is well, that what you just said? Well, I mean, when I go for tests, because obviously donating blood, no, I'm not really concerned. Okay, but you're worried that they're going to inject something. If you look away, that they'll inject something into you well, without telling you. Well, it's happened to me before. While you're not looking. I have had, I've been in, I've been in an emergency room and on, it's happened to me more than once where they're telling me they're taking blood. And then the next thing I know, they're giving me morphine and I'm like, I don't like that. Why? But why would they inject you with morphine? Because I'm probably there for pain, but that's what happened to me. Like the last time I went in, that's what happened to me. The time before that, that I went in, that's what happened to me. And I was just like... You know what? I don't feel good. I hope this wasn't morphine because I know it's going to happen. If it is, like, it, I don't, I don't do well with morphine at all. I always end up passing out, and I'm like, this is bad. Yeah, news. you would think if you're conscious and cognizant and whatever that they would ask you. Well, they ask you if you first. have allergies. So now I'm like, all right. If anybody asks me for an allergy, I'm going to immediately tell them my allergy, and then I'm going to say, do not give me morphine. Just, okay. just don't fucking do it. That sounds more realistic than when I first heard you say something because at first I thought you were like, oh, like they're just slipping in some kind of well if thing, i was if testing you were super traveling soldier serum and i had us. to go to a hospital and they were taking blood from your damn why well, that would be in the back of my i've seen hostel like shit can happen okay. when you're traveling like you need to watch more of these okay, movies all right. so you can have a healthy fear well you're gonna up. have to watch for me because i won't be able to watch the injection site so you'll have to watch my oh, back well, yeah okay. for me right right um, but yeah, if there's already blood there in a puddle or whatever, that's not a big deal for me. It's just if I see it squirting, then I'm then I'm in a in, a, in trouble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or <laughs> if I see it pooling, like if it's like exiting a wound and it's just what pooling. if it was pooling under a door? Mm, I I don't know. I think I think there would be a cognitive disconnect because I can't see the body that it's coming from. I think it would just be a puddle of blood. I, I'm not sure. We'd have to test it. That's so interesting. Not that we I want to test that, but I would have you to know, just wait to see what happens. Yeah. Because maybe that I would get that irony blood smell and it would trigger something in my brain and I would just... I pennies? Would fa- I would you'd think of out. pennies? No, I would pass out because I, I would oh. have the extra sensory connection, you know? Right. Well, it just smells metallic. Also, I might imagine sometimes even if, uh, if, even if it's not happening for real, but if I'm like imagining blood coming out of someone, that can make me feel woozy by just imagining it. I'm pretty sure if you stepped in blood, you'd faint. <laughs> We'll have to see. Well, let's hopefully I don't know. not. Hopefully not, but we'll see. Test. So, yeah, I don't know. We got to see. Everyone There's... put your predictions in. Email us at <laughs> partypooperpodcast.gmail.com. I'm surprised you can play that little game there where the guys go around and they got a, I forget what it was called. They had to go, it was like a crime scene. Remember that video game you tried to get me to play that time? Um, it, it was animated, obviously. Are you talking about Resident Evil? No, no, no. It was like little cartoony guys. The one where you're trying to escape prison? Uh, <laughs> no, it was like crime scene. Um, it was like red oh, and white. Oh, the sinking city? Like no. the um, oh. No, no, no. It was just like two little. I don't, and they weren't like shaped like people. Like like it wasn't. It was really cartoony looking. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Well, Cereal oh, Cleaner? Was, yeah, that's it. Cereal Cleaner. Yeah, Cereal Cleaner is a game. Oh, it's yeah, a cartoon game 
where you basically you you play a character who is cleaning up crime scenes, but there's like a bunch of extra mm-hmm. things in it where like you you're not you're not working on the good side of the law. Like you're not like the company contracted out by the police to clean up clean up crime mm-hmm. scenes. You're like the independent contractor that like bad people hire to come in and clean up a crime scene kind of thing. And so sometimes part of the game is you have to avoid detection by the authorities and whatever in order to cover up a murder, basically. Have you ever seen, I might've already asked you this. It's pretty fun. Have you ever seen the movie? uh, I think Tarantino released it. It's pretty old. I think it's called curdled and it was about the crime scene cleanup. No, I definitely did not see that. Oh, we should totally watch that. First of all, why is it called curdled? Because when you apply the word curdled to a um, dead body, that like creeps, like what the fuck is curdling? I, that might not be the name of it. I'll have to look it up. I feel like that's the name though. That feels right. It's just gross. First of all, the word curdle itself is just gross. No. Because you just imagine You actually had milk. something in Newfoundland that had... Oh, well, it wasn't curled. It was clotted cream, which to me sounds much worse Ew, than curdled cream. that sounds cream. super gross. You had a scone with clotted cream when we were in Newfoundland. See, when, when you apply the word <laughs> curdled or clotted to a food, like that's not an edible thing. <laughs> well, you ate it. I did Actually, didn't. you totally did. Gross. You did. It was in that little, um, it was like a very, we, that was the day we went with mom and we drove like all around the fucking island. And I can't even remember what little out of the way place this was at. Some bay, like a little around the way bay inlet or outlet or whatever. I Wow. I, I don't even know what to call it because <laughs> I'm losing my new fish, new finess. <laughs> around the bay. Around the bay by. Um, anyways, you, um, it was like a house almost. It had a little tiny like gift part to it but there was a little place to go and sit a gift shop yeah in a kind house? of yeah but they did little things and we had like clotted, clotted cream, cream on gross it was delicious it was delicious speaking of other things yeah I'm, like now, no doubt that actually. it's good but like they should call it something else because that's just it sounds gross it's it's funny because now i think just I just talked to mom and remember I was saying to you, cause we're talking, I just mentioned to you about going home and you eating that. Um, and I just talked to my mom who doesn't live there anymore, but still she was saying me to me, um, like I called her and she's like, Oh, I'll call you back in five minutes. And I was like, okay. And so afterwards she calls me back and I was like, what were you doing? And she's like, Oh, I was out get like, I picked a bunch of dandelions. I literally just said that to you uh-huh. the other day. If my mom was here, she would pick all these dandelions. Yeah, no. And she washed all her dandelion greens and then she cooked them up and ate them. Alethea is worried that her mom's picking up dandelions all over the place and no, that she, dogs are peeing but she washed, everywhere. <laughs> and that she she's eating dandelions them. that dogs I, have peed on. No, she did cook them. I asked her where she cooked them with and she was like, oh, I cooked them up with some pork belly Ew. and then afterwards i did them with some vinegar and i was just like you lost me a pork belly man like but yeah i gotta say i love really this funny. beer yeah it's pretty good it's really good so mm. anyone that's in bc and has access to twin city brewing uh pick yourself up a unicycle it's really good yeah this one comes from langley dead frog brewery in langley yeah poor, poor frog I got to admit, I think my favorite part about BC so far all the beer. is all the beers. I yeah. know. It's pretty good. Not and that there the aren't, there are the some beer good. And the weed. Yeah, the weed's good too, but um, there are a lot of good, you know, craft breweries in Quebec, but mm. 
I just, I wasn't in that space when I was over there. I wasn't into craft beer as much. And well, I think and honestly, it was the selection wasn't as good because I'm what well, we did do that. Remember that passport thing? That's something I miss. Oh yeah. From back there. Yeah. Montreal is the passport. Anyone thing. listening that lives in, in or around Montreal, they have, they, they used to do this thing called like the beer passport. And, uh, that was really worthwhile. Cause it was, there was a lot of places in the city, but there was also a lot of places outside of the city that you would, it kind of encouraged you to go explore a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so you get a passport and you get a certain number of beers. I don't remember how many it was. And then there was like twice as many or three times as many yeah. places that you could go and you could just go to all the, re- all these restaurants and you could just get your passport checked off and have, a, have a beer cause you pay for all of them in advance and then you just right. go around and try all the beers. And that was really cool. I remember we did okay, that. Okay. So while we're here, let's just quickly, they should do that here. let's do the, they should. They do have a. Once COVID is done, we should. But maybe it's like a bus. Maybe they have got like a party bus. They're start no, but they're starting a. Um, I d- I heard about this. They're they're working on creating a um, distillery tour, like a distillery trail or right. something on Vancouver Island, and um, Victoria Caledonia Twa Dogs Brewery. Mm-hmm. They're part of it, and they're trying to create like a. Like, uh, it's, it's kind of touristy focused, but it's still good for locals where they're trying to create like, uh, an association between the different distilleries and breweries on Vancouver Island and create like a little trail, like a, a brewery trail or something. So maybe, you know, I'm going to write to them and I'm going to recommend doing a passport. That would be cool. Yeah. I mean, once things are a little, yeah, of course, of course. Tight. Speaking of, I got vaccinated. And oh, right. my arm was sore all weekend, but it was totally worth it. And yeah, like, I I don't want to gloat because you're not vaccinated. But, I'm terrified. But, either way of not doing it and of doing it, I don't. But I got to admit, getting vaccinated, I you can't imagine how much stress has been lifted off of me. Yeah. I know that I'm not. I know that yeah. I'm not safe and I'm still wearing my mask everywhere and I'm not going out there and doing anything and crazy. And I only got one vaccination and I'm, I have and to get my that, second one. They're saying it's three weeks before you can consider yourself. I know. Protected yeah, against I, one abso- kind. Absolutely. Of but, all the multitudes of shit out there. But just the fact that I've gotten the vaccination train rolling and I got my first shot, it just, it, it gives me hope and it, it, it relieved a lot of stress that I'm like moving forward mm-hmm. in this pandemic. And I know there's like, there's a little variance. I'm not a hundred percent immune or whatever. There's like, you can't let your I just, mind. It's really bugging me. Get like away they're from, freaking out now and they're like, Oh, Canada needs to, what did they call it? Canada needs to do a, I can't remember what the thing was. It was basically like saying all travel's going to stop. Like all essential services stop. All travel. No, they use some other kind of word and they should have done it. It was a doctor that came on and he was talking about it. And he was like that he's in, um, where was he from? Maybe Alberta. And he's like, now that he's, they're saying just how exhausted and tired everybody is. And they're going into this thing. And it's like, whether you believe it or not, it really just bugs me. Cause it's just like, I get it. I get people don't want to be controlled. I get people don't want, there's a lot of people that don't believe it's true and everything, but it's like. They want to have their freedoms restricted. Right. But like if it, if everybody could have just fucking did what they had to do for a couple of weeks when all this shit started, maybe. Stay the fuck home. 
maybe not even more than like a week or two weeks. And I get it. It affects the economy. But guess what? It affected the con- economy anyways. And it's going to keep fucking all the economy up because this went on way longer than it should have. But if everybody could have just did it, whether they believed or not, just stay at home. Just fucking stayed home and wore their masks and didn't try to fucking go, like, I, like I'm very on the fence about what I believe, but I do believe that I would have been willing to be like two weeks, not do anything and be like, okay, then fight, 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 fight against it. And now here we are a year and a half later. Well, so here's, all right, I, I agree with you, but you also have to consider that a lot of the spread and outbreak happened because- there were a lot of businesses that were classified as essential right. and they were allowed to carry on with very little oversight and very little restrictions. But that's what I mean. If everybody had done what they needed to right, do. Right. I know. Right? But I'm saying that because of the businesses that didn't do what they should have done for the best interests of their employees, there was a lot of workplace outbreaks and the employees, yeah. because their business was considered essential right. and they weren't allowed to stay home and take advantage of the COVID benefit had to show up and, and work. I honestly think there was way more that came from travel. Honestly, I really, really feel like it only got brought to a place by well, traveling. All, it didn't just sure, manifest in one place. But all the outbreaks then, happened at workplaces like yeah, slaughterhouses, but, for example. Yes, but it got introduced. Like you can't go from one end of the world to the other end of the world and be like, oh, this got introduced. Oh, for but, sure. Come but on. I'm but not the majority, one particular but, place. I'm just saying, if we had just been kind of like, yeah, you know what? This is really fucking weird. Why don't we all just kind of just hold off for a couple of weeks till yeah, we figure this shit out? There's also like legal repercussions. Like if you say, okay, we're just going to close off the border. But what if you're a legal citizen of Canada and you're outside of the country and you need to get home? You're telling them, no, you can't enter the country, you, even though you're a citizen? For two weeks? Oh, you mean just a full lockdown for two weeks? Everybody. But then what happens afterwards when they come back and they well, bring because, it with them then? No, but obviously then if you're sick, I know, I don't know, man. I like, I'm just saying, obviously, if you're sick, then the people that are sick, then you stay put until you're I think not sick anymore. I, I, I know I'm oversimplifying right. it. Bottom line is. My whole point of saying this <laughs> was because like today we went out to the beach and I see a bunch of older people gathering up i overhear a conversation they're meeting up with somebody that they that they all didn't know so clearly it wasn't like some little tiny bubble and there was other people that they were meeting up with that were already down there nobody was masked and everybody's hanging out and everything and i'm just like i'm just like i don't understand what it's going to take it just it frustrates me because you know what maybe Maybe not everybody would have need to have vaccination. We wouldn't have to be fighting about it if from the very beginning yeah, for we sure. had just fucking let it die out instead of having the opportunity to fucking mutate and get super strong. Yeah, I totally agree. All I'm saying is that, number one, the government didn't do a really great job overall. And right. two, uh, people in general, I think did an okay job, but there's, there's, but there's 20% of the population that did a super <laughs> shit job. Yeah. And, um, and also like- it is a really complex situation and mm-hmm. it's, you know, I'm not trying to say that I'm not trying to like, I, know. I guess it's just really hard. Cause like I have a, I'm one of the people that do believe that some of it in the beginning, maybe like I, I'll say in the beginning, I was kind of like, I think there's other things going on here. And I'm like, do I a hundred percent believe in vaccines? Uh, for certain things, yeah. Am I scared about this one? Absolutely. I don't know what to do either way. I'm terrified to do it or not do it. But I really, 
I've been around people that were a lot younger than me and were hooking up left, right, and center with people, weren't protecting themselves. I've been with people that were terrified, but their their perception of what a bubble was was pretty <laughs> fucking skewed. Like, they were all over uh-huh. the place going out. Uh-huh. And they are like, oh, yeah, but no, but this guy's my friend. I've known him for 15 years. I'm like, yeah. that's not part of your, your bubble, you know? And then, like, being at work and everybody being like, oh, but we're at work. We can all take our, our masks now because we're around each other or people, at work. Or people uh, at work with a lot of rules at work, but then going out and socializing together yeah. with the people that they're wearing masks yeah. around And then after driving work. around and seeing how many tourists there are and everything. And it's just, it's super frustrating. And it's frustrating to talk to like my mom who's older and in Ontario and they're having a shit show over there right yeah. now. And like, it's really bad. It's not good for her. It bugs me. And then I think about my sister that's stuck over in Italy it's just really frustrating for me because I feel like I don't care whether or not you have an agenda to get out that a whole bunch of stuff is a conspiracy or whatever. All I know is because we didn't do what we could have done in the beginning, it'd be one thing if we all all collectively did it, then we could say that didn't work. But instead, we had so many people that didn't do it. And now I look at people in my family that are all like spread out over the planet they can't get home. They're totally alone. It fucking sucks. I don't know. It just, it really bugs me. This whole, sorry, I just went on this diatribe. This, <laughs> this is not what we came here to talk about. We can just move Who's on. the party pooper now? <laughs> In your face. Okay, I'm so sorry. Anyways. Anyway, but- go get vaccinated because that's the best thing you can do to protect yourself and everyone around you. And the sooner that we can reach a majority of vaccinations, the sooner we can get, get back to normal. And if you don't, just stay home. Please. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, so, yeah, because we were talking about gory stuff. And this week, was this week or last week, oh. the past week, I tried to get, well, I didn't try. I got Phil to watch a, because um, I love, like, spooky stuff and everything. And I stumbled across this uh, YouTube channel, which is really haunted in the U.K., and this guy had some pretty compelling footage of his home. You're talking about the dude is, with the house and his oven and stuff? Yes. Oh, God. Well, I get it. The first one I watched, you were like, well, they could have had a string or whatever. But there were things that happened. <laughs> Spooky. <laughs> but there were things that happened that that were like hey, well, i paid for the song so i'm gonna use it because <laughs> we okay. paid for the licensing <laughs> we might as well anyways you have to admit there were things especially in the second one that i showed you which were kind of like questionable like how did they how would they have made that up and also like like because phil had said to me oh well they're required to let you know if um, your place is haunted well, or I'm, whatever when I'm they not, sell it. I'm, I'm not sure about that. I mm-hmm. said I said you would think that they would be required. I know that if someone sure. dies in the house, yes. they're required to tell you for a certain number no, of years. You probably are, but it has to be within, I believe the died thing is in within the last three years. And as far as telling somebody whether or not... I don't, I don't think there's a requirement for haunted, but I mean, it would be nice no, to no, know. No, no, deaths. For three years. Oh, for I deaths. think it has okay. to be in the past three years. I could be wrong. I might have just pulled that out of my ass. But, um, you anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, 
Yeah, I think for the haunted thing, I don't think there's a. I think I do think they're supposed to release it, maybe for the same amount of time. But I mean, what are, they're just going to say like people have said there's whatever here. Um, but well, I mean, how do you, that's not something you can't exactly prove that, right? Unless. Yeah. I don't think there's any requirement to talk about haunted stuff, but, um, I will, I just want to let everybody know that I'm the biggest skeptic. Like I don't believe in ghosts. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in paranormal stuff. What I do believe is the power of the human imagination. And I believe in the brain's ability to concoct things and, create visions and and create experiences however that being said even though i am the biggest skeptic ever i was watching these videos that alethe was showing me and i'm looking for the fish wire i'm looking for you know the tricks i'm looking for the uh, cut you know the edits i'm looking for how the practical reasons how this could have been staged and stuff and i got to admit a lot of that footage is very compelling because it's Okay. It's very creepy. Me- this guy's this guy, his house, like if if he hasn't manufactured this somehow for YouTube, and I don't even know how He'll that would never be done. Be able to sell his house. No, but if he hasn't manufactured this of of his own accord and he really is experiencing this, I don't know how the hell he's not shitting his pants all but the they, time. They like, have a caravan that they're staying in outside of yeah. this. Because think about it, think about it. This is the worst this right now. This time, this point in time. Yeah, he can't even sleep in his house. It is the worst time to be experiencing this because it cannot be easy. Even let's just say you lived in a haunted house and you made a bunch of videos about it and you got like 70 million viewers. That's a lot. I don't know, like a ton of viewers and you had shows done and you were able to make like monetary gains because of this. And at some point you would be able to sell it. You would find some other person that was super into this shit that would want to live in your house to either exploit it as some kind of business and tour stop or they're super into it and they're like full goth uh i don't know what you would call that not just goth but like you know like real like i like creepy stuff but there's no fucking way to buy a house right like that's creepy but right now there's no hopes of that happening. You're in the middle of fucking COVID for starters. Like things have not been retail. Easy. Uh, sorry, real shit. estate. Real estate is insane right now. Exactly. No. People are still moving. People are still selling their no homes. No way, and people, man. Housing There's prices no way are inflated. someone's gonna take if somebody's house was haunted and they had to sell that right now. There is no way someone's gonna take the chance of taking on something that they can't fucking deal with. The way real estate is right now, not only would he sell it, but he'd sell it for a hundred k over asking. But you in have to find someone willing to pay that. This is not the time. Three days. Yes. People a, are buying real estate like insane I, still I right now. I really think they totally would have insane. a hard time. I don't know. Somebody tell us, are you selling or have you sold your current or previously haunted digs and made a profit? Even haunted. Real estate is so insane. He no. would still have no problem selling I don't selling think. It. I do and believe it. We already said that it's probably unlikely that he would even have to disclose that he thinks he's it's got a channel out there. There's no way he. Could I know, but not he doesn't have an address it. or anything. Anyway, but first of all, it would be a super huge pain in Although the ass. Although you have Google Imaging now, so you could actually figure out the address if you yeah, wanted to. Yeah, whatever. Dox him or whatever. But like, it would be a super huge pain in the ass living in a haunted house. It would get old super fast because when anybody that used to live alone that mm-hmm. moved in with their girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever or moved in with roommates knows. 
that it's a super huge pain in the ass living with other people who move your stuff around. Like you put something in a certain place, yeah. stuff gets moved. That's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Stuff, you know, not being cleaned up or whatever, having a messy roommate like me. I'm a messy guy to yeah. live with. And then can you imagine if on top of that you had ghosts and stuff <laughs> moving shit even, around, knocking over furniture? Like, what are you going to be like, hey, man, if you don't, if you don't fucking stop, like, uh, throwing the wet towels on the floor and, like, leaving your fucking ectoplasm shit all over the place, then I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Yeah, maybe you have a messy roommate. <laughs> maybe you have a ghost. I mean, who knows? But, like, can you imagine what a pain in the ass that like would be? Like, your roommate that would normally keep you up, like, like fucking his girlfriend or, like, playing his video games. Now you're like, yeah, instead it's dude, like, the wailing and the, like, demonic chants that you're doing in the middle of the night. Turning on the I'm radio in the middle of the night, <laughs> changing through the channels and throwing chairs on the ground oh, yeah. and moving the couch. And it would fucking suck. And I will tell you something. Turning the oven on. This coming from somebody who I am 100% convinced my childhood home had some kind of thing going on in it. I would definitely not be able to handle like more than the minuscule things that were happening in that place. I definitely would not be able to handle it any more than that. I'd be freaked the fuck out. Yeah, I didn't it's really have good. I didn't really have many paranormal experiences, but I wonder if you, you really know. thought about it like as a child, like whether or not you actually did and in your brain it made sense to you. You thought it was like, Oh yeah, like that's my uncle or whatever. But if you look back no. on it, you're now like that's impossible. No, 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 no. no. I didn't have lie. any anything like that. Um but I do have to say that I did watch a lot of X Files when I was a kid and I you know, was really, really scared and had nightmares and stuff and whatever from watching things and whatever. But I never personally had any experiences with with anything. So, well, I think I think we talked about this before, but mm-hmm. I I'll definitely just re- like recap very quickly. I absolutely one hundred percent. I do remember you talking about the um in the basement, yeah, of your place, and you had friends over, and, and they, yep, yeah. They complained that uh, the door was, the sliding door was opening and closing on its own. I've had friends sleep over and say that, like, the lampshade was moving or they went to the bathroom and there was something weird happening with the water. Um, It was almost always stuff to do downstairs. I often felt like... I'd be downstairs in the rec room by myself and I would feel like, you know, I'd be okay. But then it would be like when I would go to leave and go up the stairs, I would feel like something was like trying to touch my back or whatever. It just made me fucking uncomfortable. And whenever I was home alone and I was home alone a lot growing up is was part of the 80s child experience. Like a lot of people were latchkey kids or whatever. Um, And sometimes, you know, like you know, completely normal. My mom would be curling at night and I would be home by myself and I would literally be terrified. I would hear things and it would freak me out, but not so much as actual noises as I was just feeling like it was always loud in the house. Like I would always feel like I heard like (sighs) arguing or it was really hard to explain. And often I would I would have like knives under the couch because I would just be fucking scared. You can't fight a ghost with a knife. Well, I didn't know what it was though. If anything, the ghost is going to take control of your body and use that knife against you. You want to be away from weapons. I was too young. I just knew I didn't like that. I just just didn't (laughs) like it. I remember I would talk to my nanny about it all the time and just be like, 
you know, I feel like it's too loud over there and I just can't sleep here. Like it just would freak me the fuck out. I just want to, I just want to throw in there cause you said your mom was curling at night and, uh, yeah. for anybody that doesn't know what that is, it doesn't mean that she was doing like bicep curls and working out. Or she out. was like in a bathroom and just curling her hair at night. She was like, curling, don't disturb yeah, me. Yeah, hair curling or maybe even like yoga curling her body or whatever. <laughs> it's a very Canadian sport. She was curdling. Ew. Bringing it right back around. She Ew. Was Basically, you slide these big stones with handles on them on the ice mm-hmm. and you're trying to hit like this bullseye and you can look it up online, but it's you, a sport. Or you're trying to hit other people's rocks to get them out of yeah. the circle. Have you ever played curling? So, yeah, I was actually going to bring this up because I have curled one time and it was for a work thing. Oh, did you ever and come with me curling? No, but you, I'm sh- I think you did. <clears throat> no, I went for a work thing. And, uh, I, I had seen curling on TV and I thought it looked pretty boring. But then when I went in real life, I realized when you go curling at a curling club, Mm -hmm. it's not really about curling. It's about drinking a lot of beers (laughs) and hanging out with friends. And the curling is kind of secondary to the whole experience. And I I was like, wow, this is cool. My mom really tried. There was... There was a, and it, because it was a work thing, there was like a lot of shots and a lot of beers and it was fun. And, and honestly, the barrier to entry is very low. Like it's, it's easy to, to kind of like learn the rules and stuff and you're not going to be amazing and you're not going to master the stance and the slide and whatever, but you're going to be able to do enough. Well, it requires a bit of balance, obviously. It's kind of like bowling on ice. So like. People like you're you're going to be able to bowling and uh, shuffleboarding. Yeah, you're you're going to be able to figure out enough that Mm -hmm. you can have some fun. You're not going to be awesome at curling right away, but but like literally someone with no experience, like the angle to throw rocks and the speed and know how to feel the texture of the ice and all. Yeah, you can totally go down the route, but like for someone that has never curled before. You can still go out for the very first time and still have some fun and actually hit some rocks and mm-hmm. it'll be it'll mm-hmm. be fine. Like it'll still be a lot of fun. So. Yeah. Like as an adult, the one time that I went, I, I thought you were with me, but I guess you weren't. It was a very long time ago and it was with people from work and I actually did really have a lot, a lot of fun. But that was a huge part of my childhood. Not that I curled, but my mom curled, my dad curled. Well, it was a good like, Newfoundlander. It was a family thing. Yeah. Um, I believe even one of my sisters tried curling, but I remember when my parents tried to get me in curling when I was very young, I think I was in junior high and I went one time, the kids were all older than me. They Wait were a minute, to do as a kid sport? That's not really Oh a no, sport. man, they start them really young. Oh my young. God. Yeah. I thought you and had to I'd be like 30 up. to start no, curling. No, 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 no. <laughs> and I had grown up going to the curling club. Um, with my parents and they would have functions there for the kids too. And honestly, that's a very nostalgic thing. Like, okay, my parents, like my family aren't alcoholics, but I just got to say every time, like my most fondest memories, fondest memories are, um, like being at the curling club and like, there was this, it's going to sound gross, but there's that smell of just, like the ice because you would walk in and then to your right would be just a panel of windows onto the ice and you could watch people play it's got that classic ice rink smell yeah and then behind that there were some chairs and stools uh tables and then there was like a bar uh 
Well, there was a bigger area <laughs> with more tables and chairs and Pretty a sure snooker, a snooker table. Oh, or, yeah, snooker. you could do snooker. Fancy. And there was some of the game, whatever, whatever was on darts. Was also there were darts also, and they also had the video screens at the top, the TVs. So some of them would be showing the game that's going on literally like to your right if you looked out the window, and then the other ones would always be golf. It Just, was always fucking golf. Really? And there was always one that showed race car driving. Okay. And like my dad loved. I race thought it would be all right? like uh, Olympic curling reruns. No, or and and then there then to the back of that was or just trailer like trailer park boys. locker rooms, and then to the right there was the entryway, but also um, a staircase that would go upstairs where there was a bar. There was a more area to sit, you a mezzanine to watch the curling, and then also the stage because they would have like bands. How, and how stuff many curling later. lanes did you have? Um, I'm gonna say there was. I don't know, man. I want to say eight. Oh, okay. The place I went to only had three. So no, it no. Like, it was, I mean, I could be wrong, but it was fucking huge. Mine was on a military base. Huge. I was little, but I will say that place played such a huge part of my lifetime because we went there all the time for like uh, Christmas. And I talked about that before, how they did like the little Christmas party there, but um, people would get married there. Um, raves. When I got older, we had raves. Wait there. a minute, there was a rave at the <laughs> yeah, curling rink. Yeah. That's like the most Newfoundlander thing I've ever heard in mm. my life. But we didn't have access to the ice. We only had access upstairs. Well, yeah, someone's gonna get fucking hurt oh if my you God, let fucking that been fucking amazing. Drunken anyways, people they did on the try ice. to get me into into that when I was younger, and I just I don't know. I got very <laughs> as as I am oh. with no self confidence. I got super insecure. And but I was it would just be like, really cool if they put like a fog machine out on the ice to do like with with dancing lights yeah. and stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah, it could yeah, be yeah, dangerous, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. if you're wearing the right <gasps> appropriate footwear. Maybe that's what we should do to get married. We should go back to Newfoundland and get married at the curling, at the rink, curling and rink have a rave. <laughs> oh my God. That would be so fun. I'm down. We could do it with uh, Dean and Zarin. And yeah. They can come out and we'll go curling and get hitched. We'll and just put a notice on George Street and be like, hey, man. <laughs> just whoever wants to come. There's going to be uh, there's going to be an open bar with a cap. Shit, just fucking put it up the there's night gonna of. There's going to be a there's like going to the be a bar tab and see who. We'll just say look, there's going to be a bar tab open mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, plenty of snacks and So, okay, so we were talking <laughs> about this because we were, I don't know, we got off track there with the really haunted thing, but watching that, I then stumbled across Paranormies. And they are Canadian. And they're based in Manitoba. Oh, and these I are the guys you're YouTube telling me channel, about. And you're going to watch cats. some of their stuff. Well, okay, that wasn't nice of me. I, I not, they're not scaredy cats, but I love the fact it's infuriating. Hey, okay? I'm not throwing shade I, on them. I would be scared too. Like, I wa- yeah, me, me too, no doubt. Like, I was watching them today and I was just like, it's just so funny because I like I think well what they fucking oh sorry I just be like oh they're using an ovulus an ovulus is basically like you walk around with this device that has the entire dictionary in it so they'll ask a question and like something will use oh pick a word out of that dictionary if it chooses to and then say I want to see the source co- is it a digital device it's yeah I guess I, I want to see the source code 
on whatever that it's it's just a thing anyway and then they've got all their other it's not thingies. just the thing you have to question everything all right all right all right it's, pr- oh, it's pretty easy cool for let me, let me someone just... to program something to like randomly pop words out or whatever but to trick us when they start oh there's no way because this like curdled what does this mean ghost no, why are you saying it curdled? doesn't work like that so this what's infuriating is today i'm watching them and first of all, they go to this abandoned hotel or motel. And I try to look up information on this motel. And I'm so frustrated because, dude, when I Googled it, it doesn't even say that it's closed. It is very closed. It is abandoned. It is very clearly not accepting clients. There's still an Indeed thing that pops up for them and everything. I'm Just like, imagine when what? before the internet, how difficult it was. You actually had to call people and call around and look in well, the phone Well, probably the phone book. number wouldn't work. I just mean that's weird that that stuff doesn't say it's now closed or whatever. And I was like, okay, because I was like, maybe something happened there. Because these guys are going through their thing. And as I'm watching them, being somebody that's watching it after it happened, I'm like, Oh my God, why didn't they ask that? Oh my God, why didn't they ask that? Have you ever used the phone book? Yes. I don't think you're following me. So for example, they'll be using this machine and it'll say... What's it called again? The ovulus? The ovulus. Ovulus. Yeah, an ovulus. Does it sound like... No, an ovulus is a thing. No, but does it... Like, I don't know why it's named that, but does... does, Uh, does I don't know. You know, I mean, it just... It sounds like it could be like a, a a female alien body part. No, no, no. That's a specific definition of something. An ovulus. An ovilus. Ovilus. O v i l u s. I think. Okay, all right. Anyway, and they're they're like asking questions, and they get eight, and they're like eight, eight, eight. Oh, that must mean there are eight eight spirits here. And I was oh my like, God. right. Well, they turned out to be right. But, what? Yeah, and just. Okay, there's a how huge do they even age know they're right? There. Let me just tell you how much of an age gap is there. So they go into this one room, and the thing is like, uh, um, they're asking like what happened and stuff, and it says violent. Oh, no, first they're in like the main room, and there's like violence. Just like, oh, you want to get violent? And I'm like, and I'm watching it. And I'm like, no, man. Like, whatever was said before, I'm like, I don't think they're saying they want to get violent. I think they're saying that you were asking questions about why they're still here or whatever. And I think it means because of violence or they're warning you of violence. So then in the next part, um, it's talking about stuff and it's saying different names and they realize eight is the amount of spirits that they were right because they start giving different room, like the different rooms a name. Cause I thought it was the number of rooms in the hotel, but it turns out it isn't. There's only six. Um, so then uh, they get into one room and there's like, the fire extinguisher was all set off or whatever. Um, now, whether that was... That's just poor building maintenance right No, there. no, no, no. You but know, I, can, I don't know. I think there might be have checked. been a fire there or it could have just been people that... Because there were obviously people that had been crashing in there. Like, like I just want to put out a PSA that everybody should be checking their fire extinguishers at least on an annual basis. Have you checked ours? Yes, I do. It's in our stairwell right beside our kitchen. Okay. I know where I it check is. It. Right. Um, anyway... Yeah, so then they ask another question, and the thing gives a name, and then it says something else, and then it says, I believe it says under, and the guy's like, under, under, and then they turn around, they're walking out of the room, and I'm like, under the bed. Why didn't you look under the bed? And he's like, oh, maybe he meant under the bed, and then they check under the bed in the next room, and I'm like, no, 
it was under the bed in that room that you were at. And then later on. Did you leave a very spiteful YouTube comment? No, 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 no. I, I, I well, you have to. That's no, the only way I, they're going to learn from their I mistakes. I did say, <laughs> I did say I was, I was waiting for them to look under the bed in the uh. room when it said that, but whatever. Um, and then they say five and I'm like, oh my God, I bet they're in room five. And it turns out that's exactly what it was. But at one point, right after that whole violence thing, it wait, had wait, said, who said five? The ovulus? The ovulus. Ovulus. You're well, thinking oculus. It's ovulus. Right. And then, uh, like, don't you know your paranormal <laughs> activity equipment, Phil? Sorry. Jesus. Um, <laughs> but like then it, um, when it said the violence thing after that, it had mentioned something and uh, it said unholy. And the guy's like, you're unholy. And, and this is where I was like, maybe it was telling it to get under the bed. Cause then it said Belzebub. And the guy's like, it said Belzebub. And the guy was like, what is that? And the guy's like, I don't know. He said, it's like something. It sounded like Belzebub or something. And so they're talking about this. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like, do they not know oh my God. that this is like, and then I, I, I thought, oh, cause they're like really young. So maybe. But it's weird for me to think that people wouldn't know what that was. But whatever. Now you know how I feel when I watch movies where police officers or military personnel or whoever are using firearms and they have horrible, horrible uh, trigger control. They have, you know, zero muzzle awareness. They have zero situational awareness. They're not cocking and loading or doing any of their firearm procedures properly. Yeah. And I'm just like sitting there screaming at the television. I no, I get it. I get it. Wondering who their subject matter expert was for this film. Right. And and thinking about the strongly worded letter that I want to write to them and the executive producer and say, What the what are you even doing with your life? We gotta stop watching all Tell this. your actors to take their fingers off the triggers, or I swear to God. <laughs> well, so thing is, I feel your pain. I do. I really like them. They've only got a couple of episodes out. They're not that old. I really like them. Man, I'm going to show you the rest of their episodes because you are going to shit bricks. Like they legit, oh they go in someone's house, this chick that um, has them doing like, a, like she's okay with the spirit that's there. So she made up this little song like Ooh. about this ghost Sophie. I'm not going to sing it here because it well, immediately the only thing brings creepier. back Freddy Krueger. The only thing creepier creepier than ghosts and stuff is is weird little songs. And the only thing creepier than creepy little songs are little children singing creepy songs. But she's an adult, but I believe she has a child stand. I'm just, I'm just giving you the breakdown of creepiness. Yeah. And they went to a church, which is inevitably going to be creepy just from the get-go. Why are children so creepy? Like, they're just creepy. You know why? I'll tell you why. Do you want your mind blown right now? I guess. I... You know how you feel when you see a spider or a bug and it kind of creeps you out and sometimes it scares you because it's smaller than you, but it's just like weird because you're like, that's a body and it's super small and it moves with intention. Well, okay. now times that by like a mega trillion and you have a child. Yeah, because they have the same size eyeballs as us, but their bodies are so much smaller. And I think they probably come to this world with a lot more knowledge of the universe inside them. They just lose it as they get older. Because Children we, or spiders? Children. Oh, my God. Maybe spiders. Are, maybe fucking insects are like crazy smart. Well, have you ever seen the graph about dinosaur knowledge? And... and 
Science. Because there's there's a there's this there's this graph that really accurately defines knowledge about dinosaurs based on the human age, and so the human person has zero knowledge of dinosaurs when they're born, but then as they get older, all of a sudden they achieve like maximum dinosaur knowledge around the ages of between five and ten years old, right? And they achieve like hundred percent dinosaur knowledge. And then after that, it slowly starts to degrade. And as we get older and older, we forget more and more and more about dinosaurs. But nobody knows more about dinosaurs than a precocious nine-year-old. You can ask a a precocious nine-year-old any question about dinosaurs, and they will have an answer. You know what? You should check out Dinosaur Whisperer on Instagram. I believe they also have a YouTube channel. I also, I, I think I, I don't know if I mentioned this in the podcast or not, but I heard a podcast recently about new dinosaur science mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, they realized that they were drawing dinosaurs all wrong. <laughs> like the first wave of dinosaur drawings drew them as like really lazy and like slow and whatever and dragging their bodies around like and, and not they, all dinosaurs are slow. Wait, but wait, but they they drew them like because they were trying to make sense of these fossils that they found and in a lot of dinosaurs, they only drew them in the water with only their necks popping up because they were like, how could this thing possibly even hold itself above the ground? It doesn't make any sense. And then later on, there was a new wave of dinosaur interpretation. And then that created the Jurassic Park style dinosaurs way before Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. But they started drawing them in a different way where it was like you had this skeleton and then it's called like the shrink wrap model where you have a skeleton, you have this body shrink wrapped on top of it. So they look like really nimble and aggressive and fast. And they started drawing them like in a running posture and making them look like they were in movement and whatever. And then all of a sudden this new wave of dinosaur drugs came out. And then like later than that, they discovered that like, oh, maybe some of them even had feathers and stuff. And now they're realizing that even all of that was wrong. Because if you take the skeleton of an animal that we already know, mm-hmm. like a camel. Right. And you draw it with the same methodology that they were drawing all these Jurassic Park era, I'll just call it that, dinosaur, like okay. the shrink shrink wrap model. Right, right. It doesn't look anything like the actual animal because they're not taking into account all the soft tissue and right. and other stuff. And a camel drawn in that but way. they have fossils, so they can at least go. Well, they have fossils, which are skeletons. Right. But if you had a skeleton of a camel and you drew it, that would look like a horse almost because you wouldn't have a hump. There's no hump in, there's no skeleton in a hump. There's no bone in a hump. And so it's, that's just one example of how a dinosaur, like a brontosaurus might've had humps and we don't even know. Right. We don't know if it had humps or not, but like. So Alice the camel could have had. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 10 humps but like or or they so there's this book called um all our yesterdays mm-hmm. i believe it's really cool it's really hard to find but i got a digital copy of it and they they redraw all these dinosaurs with new like the most modern understanding of how animal physiology works and then hmm. at the very end of the book they did a little experiment and they drew in shrink wrap style a bunch of animals that exist now and it shows you what they would look like if they drew them in the same way that they're drawing all these dinosaurs. Mm. And so there's like a picture of a camel 
which doesn't look anything like a camel. That's There's a cool. picture of a whale. Yeah. And a, the whale, because <laughs> it has so much like blubber and yeah, 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 body, yeah. the skeleton of a whale, if you drew it, it in the same yeah, method. It probably just looks super thin, right? It looks like a giant tadpole. So you've got like <laughs> this huge head part right and then a really skinny long tail because the in the in the middle and aft section of the whale it's all it's all soft tissue with a spine right and so a whale looks like a giant tadpole which is like super weird but anyway so it's it's an exciting time for artist paleontologists Uh and uh, it's it's going to be a new wave of dinosaur paleontologist artists yeah right exactly yeah however they want to be called. Sure, sure. Anyway, uh, totally distracted from the paranormal ghost Oh, stuff. no, that's okay. That was fascinating. But, yeah, it's exciting. And I can't remember what podcast I heard that on, but it was probably 99% Invisible. Right. Um, and if it wasn't that, it was one of the Vox podcasts, like, today. No, not today explained, but it was... It, 99% chance it was 99% invisible. So go check them out. And there was a really great podcast about that. Well, and that's really cool. I did want to, since I derailed this already, and because my body's reminding me, I just I did, I did want to say that I had some revelations about fitness that I, I think some people could, um, you know, relate to me with. Is it because you're thinking that if something really scary happens, because after I make you watch all this stuff, you're going to realize that there are things out there that you cannot explain, that you feel like you are you need to get your heart in shape so that you no. don't have a fucking heart attack when you see this shit, and that you can run to get the fuck away from this stuff? Yeah, having good cardio is important <laughs> if you're worried about a zombie apocalypse. I mean, that's definitely... Or, or, having- or an entity, or, or... As we know in the game that we we need to continue playing. Primordia. The the Primordia. Isn't it like phasmophobia? (laughs) We don't even know what it is. Phasmophobia? But like, you know, poltergeist activity, you want to be able to get the fuck out of there. So you need to get your Yeah, you need to be able to run. You need to be able to run. You need to be able to climb a fence. You need to be able to climb in general. You need to be able to open it and... Open a door. Yeah. A locked door. One thing you don't need to be able to do is burpees. So just forget about the CrossFit crap. You don't need to know about that. No. You know what burpees set you up for? Failure. No. (laughs) Burpees set you up for having to immediately lie flat on the ground. That sounds like a bad thing to do. And then get up and jump and run. I mean, I I guess. Yeah. If you have to do pepper potting, I guess maybe. But... Anyway, um, yeah, no, I was just thinking that my legs are really sore because mm-hmm. I'm sitting here on this wooden chair. Yeah, I was watching you squirm around, moving your butt. They're cheeks. so sore. I did my first workout yesterday. You need to roll. You need to roll, maybe. Ugh. And then rolling hurts so much. Well, uh, point. And then and then Alicia and I went on a walk today, and we did the stairs, and we did some hills and stuff, and it was torture. I wasn't very far, but it was torture. <laughs> and then going up and down the stairs I agree. today. Yesterday was pretty intense. Oh. I wasn't expecting it to be as intense as it was. But especially when you don't work out like for so long. Really not. And I you can't that's a Sunday stroll. Anyway, what I realized was it's not enough 
just to buy a rowing machine. <laughs> if you buy a rowing machine, great, good for you. But unless you actually use it, nothing's going to happen. Obviously. I actually find it very difficult to keep form in a rowing machine. It is not a natural movement for me to come back. Yeah, like to go the, out, it's fine, but to come back. She doesn't have the difficult. sequence down yet, but she's working on it. It's fucking weird. Anyway, so I I knew I needed to do something serious to get my fitness on track. And so I got a personal trainer now, virtually, from afar or whatever. And so now I'm committed. I've got someone. I've got to take a picture of everything I eat. <laughs> so that's keeping me accountable. And I've got a workout plan and someone to virtually do a video workout with once a week to get on track. So, right. But uh, unfortunately, that means I'm really sore. Um, but I'm optimistic and happy about the future and getting to a point where I could get comfortable with taking my shirt off on the beach so we could go get married in Costa Rica. I thought and, we were going to get married at the curling club. <laughs> well, whatever. Maybe we could go, uh, take Let's a dip in like Newfoundland. Three weddings. We'll have one in Quebec, one in Newfoundland. No, one in Newfoundland. One here and one away yeah. somewhere. I'd away. really like to be able to do a small party here just to celebrate with some people. Yeah. And then that way it would give an opportunity to anyone in Canada that wants to come hang out or whatever. And then, yeah, get the fuck away and go to Costa Rica or something and, and enjoy and have like a, a wedding slash honeymoon. And <laughs> ever the budget here, <laughs> you know, and then and then, yeah, if you want to visit Newfoundland, I'm down, but. You know, the only people we know in Newfoundland now are Dean and Zarin. No, I mean, I know some people that are in Newfoundland. But I think it'd be a, it'd be a fun trip, even if we don't know but anybody. Yeah, there are people I haven't seen in like Newfoundlanders a are the best. Years. I think even if you just, just even if you just went into any random Newfoundland bar, mm-hmm. and you'd probably just meet a bunch of people that were the nicest people in the world anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd still be a good time, especially if they found out we just got married. I bet it'd be a hell of a party. If we said that we were just visiting from away, it would probably still be a party, <laughs> if we're going to be honest. It's not like we really need to look for an excuse to have a party. I get liquored and tell everybody that I snagged me a townie. So what that means is within five minutes of getting there and having a drink, but we'll <laughs> immediately be drunk. Because <laughs> he's such a lightweight. Oh, you know what would be cool? Going to one of those bars with uh, a mechanical bull. I've never ridden. Oh, I've never ridden never a mechanical bull in before. I, well, I did go, but I was too shy to go on the bull. Oh my god! I remember there was one night you were at, down at Embassy, and I was up at the bar. I want to say it's like Chez Luc or something like that. Anyway, or Chez Jean, and it was like they had a, a mechanical bull there. And <laughs> Chez one of the Jean girls, is like the most Quebecer yeah, sounding bar name in the world. It was a very divey sounding bar, and and I remember one of the girls that I was with there, um, Sylvie. She got on the mechanical bull. I'm, I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was her that got on the mechanical bull. I I was just like, I wanted to do it, but then you called me, and then we ended up going to Embassy to meet you. So I guess we both need to do it. Although I'm scared, I'd hurt myself now. <laughs> But there's mats for you to. Oh yeah, well. No, but even just the just, even just impact. the action of you know, don't you get whiplash? Well, I am mean, I, do I just am I super old now? Is well, that what you happened? probably could absolutely get whiplash. Well, maybe if I keep exercising and yeah. I actually raise my yeah. fitness bone level. density. That's the name of the game. Yeah, because we're, we're old. Okay. it's like we got to watch our fucking bone density. <sighs> Good lord. Anyway, 
it's going to be okay. Yeah. So, all right. So now we're up to three weddings. Right. The recalculate <laughs> our budget now. Three, yeah. So if anybody's listening and you have any recommendations for the wedding oh, parties, let us and know. And you know what would be really cool at some point if we could like, oh, maybe we could honeymoon in like a haunted hotel or something. Whoa, 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 whoa. Look, there's ghosts, no way we're staying at a haunted listen, hotel. First of all, they don't usually monitor people in the bathroom. So like you can get ready and stuff. First of all, we never get to go on vacation. Why would we go stay at a place where there was a possibility of getting haunted? Hmm. It seems like a waste of a vacation to me. Well, I mean, is it though? Or would it be like really cool? Well, if you think you staying up haunted, all night scared just, of dying and... Okay, you're assuming that all hauntings are bad hauntings. Like, we could go somewhere well, where they had fun That's ghosts. true. We did talk about the possibility of an OCD ghost that cleans up your house at nighttime <laughs> right. instead of throwing everything around. Now, that would be that a would super be huge I'd be benefit. Like, okay, dude, you got to come with us. You just go to bed yeah. at night and you wake up in the morning and, like, like wow, overnight the ghost cross. did all the dishes yeah. and <laughs> swept a bit and, you know, folded all your clothes. Like, yeah. that would be amazing. Yeah. It'd be like it'd be like being Snow White, but with a malevolent spirit that has a benevolent an, spirit. Yeah, you I guess don't want a malevolent spirit. Okay, malevolent. what fucking malevolent spirit's gonna be like? I'm Folding gonna clean clothes. up after you. Whoa. I don't know. Bells above the king of the laundry. He's like, <laughs> I don't know. Like that would be crazy. Just like he just gets super angry whenever you made a mess out of something. Yeah, I don't know, but I'd rather like a benevolent spirit that's just like oh and I feel, let me get out my bleach and borax oh my god <laughs> yeah that's what we need we need uh, a clean freak ghost mm. i think that'd be good well speaking of i got laundry to do tomorrow and i don't know if you had anything else to say but i just wanted to make note that um Wow, I don't even know where I was going with this. I was going to say that we're like beginning of May and Cinco de Mayo is coming up. So we got to plan our... We're going to do tacos, I think. Uh, I want to do empanadas. Oh, empanadas. Okay. I think I'll do empanadas, maybe like a rice thing. Unless I put that in the empanadas. And like black bean soup. That sounds oh, good. And we could do like a... Oh my God, this is going to sound super bougie or douchey or whatever. But like... um. Like a charred romaine Mexican salad. Oh, no. You know what we'll do? <gasps> okay. We're going to do empanadas. Do you mean charred as in like Swiss chard? No, or do you no, mean no, no. charred as in like it's burnt? No, charred as in like it's like bro like on roasted. But what we're going to do is we'll do empanadas. We'll do um, that uh, like like a, just a little green salad, I think. Maybe rice and beans or something and we'll do corn this corn thing which is oh fuck what's it called anyways i think the non-vegan version would have probably mayonnaise or something on it or like black mayonnaise ew, but it's going to be black mayonnaise vegan on mayonnaise no, no 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 we're gonna do that hole or something wow that like I a mole <laughs> a, mo a mole sauce not a mole sauce is it's not mole Okay. It's something else. Fuck, I don't remember what's called. That was something. That, anyways, hor anyways, the, the basic structure and of what you're talking I'm about sounds make good. Churros for dessert. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, 
Uh, Brooke, my trainer is not going to like this, but that's okay. Yeah, but you started her on a weekend, so she already knows that we have dessert on the weekend. Yeah, I've been taking pictures of like the beers I'm drinking, and I didn't take pictures of the weed that I consumed. But she doesn't need to know about that. That doesn't weed doesn't have any calories, right? No. <laughs> well, edibles do, but right. But I just you know I figured that was negligible in the grand scheme of things. She doesn't yeah. need to know about that. For sure. Um, well, I do have my song. I'm really okay. excited about it. <laughs> All right. I actually, I had a different song picked. And then at the last minute while I was waiting for you to pick a song, I found a different song. And I haven't even heard the whole song yet, but I was so excited oh. about it. I'm like, this is my song for today. So, um, I'm adding it to Booty Poopers, I think. The Booty Poopers playlist. And it's going to be Bonfire Sessions. By King Fantastic. But I I might, because I haven't listened to the whole song yet, so I might end up putting it on like Happy Poopers, but it might just be on Booty Poopers and it's Bonfire Sessions, King Fantastic. It's a really cool song. Okay. You guys got to go check it out after. I'm going to post the uh, Spotify playlist link in our show notes. Make some soy curls. Yeah, I'm going to play. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for the soy curls. Mm -hmm. Uh, The local. it's called Fillery? the refillery. It's where mm-hmm. you can buy. It's like a bulk barn, and they but hate for me because we went right before for, they closed. Um, now we got all kinds of questions. It's like a bulk barn for hipsters. That's right. what it is. <laughs> oh well, that no, that doesn't sound very nice. Yeah. I feel like the people yeah. that we love, we're not giving them love. First of all, I love Paranormies. They're amazing. Okay. Yeah. Um, secondly, also the really haunted from UK is great, and the refillery is fucking awesome. Yeah, they are. I mean, they're good. It's just, it's not, you find things there that you can't necessarily get at the bulk barn. I like the refillery. I like buying tofu there. Yeah. I like all their yeah. stuff. It's it's not like a, a, just a dry goods thing. You can get like Oh yeah, they've got really good stuff. They got uh, pickled carrots. They've got a bunch of like fake uh, vegan meats in bulk. So you yeah, don't like yeah, as, yeah. as much as greens, I like. Uh, they've got like body stuff. But like as much as I like Beyond Meat burgers, it's all like a they local come in like Canadian a stuff. million pieces of plastic. Like right. it's just insane how much packaging. Yeah. It's just bad. So. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, so what's your song? Oh, I think I'm going to do, I'm probably not going to say this person's name right, but it's Weed Man by um, Channel Trez. Channel Trez. It's, I think it's T-R-E-S-I-S. Oh. Or no, E-S. E-S, maybe. T-R-E-S, yeah. yeah Trace. Maybe. Channel yeah. 3. Minus dos tres. No, Trace. No, it's T-R-E-I-Z-E, isn't it? I don't know. I'm not Spanish, but well, I think in Trace. Spanish it is. Minus dos tres. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking in French. Yeah. Oh. And de toi. But then channel in French is canal, isn't it? Yeah, well, this is, we're not talking French. Oh, right. French, Fuck, though. see? I already got <laughs> Oh, God. Zut, alors. <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's it for this week i hope you guys had fun hanging out with us if you have any feedback please send us an email at partypooperpodcast at gmail.com uh i've been hesitant hesitant to say this before but literally no one has ever emailed us i mean i've gotten yeah. contacted through a third party website to do uh interviews and stuff like with tom simek which i just did on the last episode and uh, hopefully we've got a New Zealander coming in the future and maybe we can convince um, uh, from uh, uh, Ireland. Uh, what's her name? Uh, 
from um, good. Oh, <laughs> uh, I forget. Uh, anyway, I'm sounding like an idiot now. But anyway, I'm 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 hoping to get. I don't know what you're talking about. So. Oh, uh, it's uh, from Book of Leaves. I don't want to say her name Alyssa. wrong. I think it's Kiara or oh. something. Uh, anyway, uh, anyway, hopefully we can get some other people on in the future. I think it's cool to have people on, but um, we've been contacted from other podcasters through like a third-party website, but we've never received an email. So I don't want to sound <laughs> like I'm uh, needy or anything or whatever, but it would be nice. <laughs> it would be nice to hear from somebody out there, like just to let us know that you're you're uh, out there, you're yeah. listening to us. We have to recognize you we have been us. super consistent with our. Episodes, we have not though. been consistent. I'm no. so sorry. Is that your fault? I was really not wanting to do one because after having, like, you know, lost my job, I was really, really bummed out about everything. Yeah. I was super angry. I'm still angry. I'm really upset. But, yeah, like, anyways, it, it's fine. I'm just trying to get over that. But I, that really made me not want to do anything anymore because I really started just questioning, like, fuck, man, what is the point of anything anymore ever, you know? Well, you're an amazing person. <laughs> And your job okay. doesn't need to define you. You're an yeah, awesome person just the way you true. are. And I love you and everybody else loves you. I love you too. So okay. <laughs> Actually, you know what you did? I'm sorry. I know we're trying to say bye, but you know okay, what? Okay, well, don't cry. Super happy. No, I'm not going to cry. <laughs> I just something that was like super cute that I thought you You can did. cry was, if you want to. We're No, we were watching um, Netflix. We were watching Love Stories. And there was one point where the old man and the old woman are together and he like goes out to pick the corn for the day. Oh my God. And you're like, oh my God, I would never let you do that because it would take you so fucking In Vermont? long to, yeah, you're, it would take you so long to decide which to corn pick which to pick. Corn? <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I just thought that was super he, cute because I was like, oh my, I could just see like years and years go by and then maybe off in the cornfield being like no i'm going to pick the corn because i know i can find the best ones and then you like six hours later no electricity in the house because we don't we're not like hooked up to the grid and now there's you know all the solar panels have now used up all the energy and you're what? just sitting there with a candle forlornly looking out the window <laughs> thinking like did she die or is she just being decisive indecisive over oh corn? my god you know honestly watching those shows it made me a little bit nervous that like they were just gonna die during the show and like we would have to deal with the negative sadness mm -hmm. of like of th they were just so old I mean, the stories were beautiful, yeah. but they were just so old. I was like, oh, my God, I'm nervous. I just made me nervous know, the whole it time. It is kind of nerve-wracking. Like, yeah, just watch. Next next scene, it's going to be like a funeral or something or whatever. Ah, but. no, they go into a different they, – We they go to the next I know, story. but it, it makes me nervous throughout the whole story. Like, I can't focus on the love aspect because I'm worried that they're going to die the whole time because they're all right. so old, you know? That's true. But anyway, but yes, anyway, we're going to get old. I'm going to choose the corn. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> it's going to be. Anyway, so if you're in the in the range of the sound of our voice right now and you've hung around till the very end, we're an hour and 18 minutes in. Oh, so God, if, if you're still with us, I know you care somewhat. So just send us an email. Tell us, uh, you know, where are you from? What do you like about the show? Tell what do us, you want to hear? Yeah. Tell us what you like to hear. What do you have a spooky story? Um, yeah. Just, it doesn't have to be spooky. It could be anything. Are you struggling with fitness like me? What do you miss from your childhood? Do your legs hurt? You know? Do you well, have any good vegan tips? What, should we add a fourth city to our wedding tour? You know, tell us, <laughs> tell us where we need to go. 
you know? <laughs> right. And if you're from a different place that doesn't have curling rinks, tell us what the cool spot is. Oh, go. I see what you did there. The cool spot. Oh, I didn't even re- I didn't even mean to do that. Right? See, that's uh, what I'm here for. I'm just, yeah. All right, cool. Well, anyway, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you next time. Check out our show notes for the email address again, partypooperpodcast at gmail.com and our Spotify playlist. And we'll look forward to seeing you guys next time. Cheers. Bye. If you're still here, I just want to give a shout out to our two Patreons, Pete and Jocelyn. Thank you very much for supporting us. And if you're interested in helping out, you can check out our Patreon site. Just check out the link in the show notes. All the best. Bye.